Okay, people. Now, our next guest is another woman where we can find co common ground, Donna Porkity Phillips. She is the co leader now of the Outdoors and Freedom Party with Sue Gray. She's done a lot of work uh, for Indigenous um, or Māori in this country, and uh, she loves local government. And um, she's actually with us uh, under very sad circumstances uh, because she recently lost her father. Donna, welcome to the show, and uh, our sincerest condolences to you for your recent loss. Uh, thank you for inviting me on uh, to your show tonight. So um, I don't know really how to start this conversation, but um, it is a conversation that many people around New Zealand are actually having more and more every day now. And we're getting reports of people, you know, even, um, well, even Paul Brennan recently on, on, on the platform uh, acknowledged that he had lost three people uh, that he knew who were all quite... Uh, relatively young in the scheme of things, and um, the 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 overall um, death rate is actually going up in this country. Some say it's been between fifteen and twenty percent. Uh, we've been talking to funeral directors as well. Now, of course, uh, there's a whole lot of reports coming out saying it's the way you sleep or it's TV or it's climate change or all these other things that are causing these sudden adult death syndromes around the world. Now, um, what do you think happened to your father? And, and just talk us a little bit about how, how you're feeling, because it's very fresh, isn't it, just a week or so ago? Yeah, well, hopefully I, I don't bring out too many emotions because uh, we have only just buried our papa. Um, and so his problems started in 2021. So interesting, when he got discharged a few weeks ago, uh, from hospital on his discharge sheet. Uh, one of the doctors put on there, and I don't know why, because it had nothing to do with his discharge sheet, that he had never had coronary heart disease until 2021. Well, what happened in 2021? They rolled out the jab. They rolled out the jab. When he got the second jab, and I refuse to call it a vaccination because it is not a vaccination. It, 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 it is um, a bioweapon that kills people. And we, our whanau, have paid the ultimate price, the ultimate price. But he got myocarditis with his second jab. Now, he was in the hospital. He presented himself four times straight after he got his second jab. Um, I didn't know he'd presented himself in hospital three times until uh, my brother rang up and said, look, Dad's in hospital. It's not good. Um, uh uh, you know, uh, come down. I live in Hamilton. Um, my uh, papa lives in New Plymouth. My father, I was born and bred there. I travelled down to New Plymouth and my brother rang me up. We were in lockdown there then at the time and he said, don't bother coming down. Only one person is allowed in and that is mum. And I said, I'm coming down. It took me three hours and a lot of politicking to get my way through the door. When I got into hospital, when he got the jab, I actually demanded, I said, we are not leaving here until my father gets an eco scan because dad said to me that he felt like, one, he was drowning and two, that he was having a heart attack. So I said to the doctors, 
we will not leave this hospital. You'll have to get security guards to get us out until you give dad an eco scan because my suspicions was that he had myocarditis. He went down, got his eco scan. The technician says, oh, your father's got an inflamed heart. Looks like myocarditis, but your consultant will talk to you about that. His um, nurse that he had <coughs> ha has been seen because he's diabetic says your father has myocarditis. When it comes to the consultant, the senior doctor at the renal unit, he says your father's heart has inflamed because of diabetes. And I said, no, it, no, it hasn't. my father has never had coronary disease until he got the jab. So that was the second jab. And I don't know why, I just don't know for the life of me, no why, apart from medical pressure, possibly from the hospital, because he has to go, because he's got diabetes, he goes up there a lot. Or, or um, it could have been all the ads on TV about protecting your papa. but he went for the booster. When he got the booster, he got pericarditis, and he got what you call um, pleural effusion, which is very similar to pericarditis, but on the lungs. And his and his uh, lungs and heart were filling up with fluid. Um, he also got massive ulcers down his throat, so he couldn't eat, he couldn't drink. When we went to hospital, basically they were managing him out. Wow. And I said, I know what you're doing. You're managing my father out. I want you to treat him for every single ailment that he has. And I said, and I want you to record uh, that he's got uh, a vaccine injury. They tried to tell me that my father's injury, this is the pericarditis and, and pleural effusion, come from him getting COVID-19. Was it long COVID? Did he have a case of long COVID, according to them? Because that seems oh, to be one of the things. They never mentioned long COVID, and, and I disputed that. And I said, go back to his file. His file will show that he got myocarditis when he got the second jab. Then they released him from hospital. When they released him, he ended up within that week that they released him, he uh, presented himself. I was there because I was caring for him 24-7. I refused to leave the hospital. I couldn't trust the hospital to look after him. He did get good care while he was in there by the nurses, but I'm pretty confident it's because I was the watchdog over my father. I was there for uh, every meeting with the doctors. And I, yeah, basically every day I said my father um, has vaccine injury and they, they wouldn't, they did not dispute me. Actually, behind closed doors, a nurse came up to me and told me, I agree with you. And I think that by putting in the records that dad had not had any coronary heart disease prior to 2021 uh, was, a, was a message from that doctor because he didn't need to put it in his discharge sheet. Here's the thing. Um, the ambulance drivers, and sorry for going on about this, but the ambulance drivers um, within three days, four times with a, uh, three times within four days, dad went to A&E. We waited there for several hours and the hospital kept on Sending him home, he, he was in an excruciating pain and they were giving him Panadol. The most they gave him was coding. Wow. Wow. And then he eventually, um, yeah, he eventually passed. 
Yeah, and and, and I, I mean, I can hear your voice breaking, Donna, and it's so heartbreaking. What are you feeling like? Do you, like, what stage of the grieving process are you at? And do you hold anybody responsible for this? Well, I'm, I'm at the angry stage at the moment, um, and, and I'm very angry. I'm after political utu, uh, and, and uh, I want this government gone, and I want people held responsible, and I'm going after this government. I want, I want to go to court um, to get justice for my father, not just for my father, but my husband's buried several whānau members shortly after they have received, received the vaccine Oh, the, the, the jab, sorry. And I have written letters to the Health, uh, uh, Health and Disability Commission, to the Ministry of Health. They, uh, the Ministry of Health agreed with me that people will die. So they actually agreed in my letter. I have the letter that says people will die and there will, you know, not, not all medications are foolproof. So they're, they're accepting that. Here's the thing, though. I asked them to investigate uh, some of my husband's whānau who had passed away, not days, uh, weeks and even months, because I'm talking, you know, ongoing tangihana here, for them to investigate and the government refuses to. Amazing. Now, can you please explain to me um, and maybe some of our audience members out there, a massive part of the push of this uh, jab for Māori uh, specifically was the, the rhetoric that it would protect your whakapapa. Now, what part of the mRNA gene therapy from a, from a foreign corporate um, pharmaceutical company would actually have your whakapapa interests at heart i just don't quite understand how how that has been so easily bought well um, when you look at the rollout um and you look at many maori providers many iwi um, they were part of, of the rollout fund so you you're talking about uh, uh um, the rollout is going to cost our future generations uh 200 billion dollars our future generations um and and you know the government spent well over half of that already and and the rollout to maori providers and iwi um i think is what's captured them in that process and i think is what's captured the media as well is that the government has been dishing out money like it's lollies um when when i was at dad's tangihana we took him back to his marae uh, uh taipuri in Hawara, and um uh, my uncles and my cousins thought he had died of his diabetes and i said no he died of vaccine injury and they were quite shocked um, before we took him back to our marae, we had him for a night at mum and dad's buddy in New Plymouth so that his bowling mates and, and others that couldn't make it to the marae could actually see him before we took him to the marae. And I was talking to some po komatua, some po queer, and I shared the experience that we had with dad uh, with the health system. So the health system is broken. Um, and they were calling, uh, um, they were saying that our people that are going to hospital now were looking at hospitals as death camps. Now, that come from their, their, that was their voice, not my voice. And I totally agreed with them because our people go in and they never come out. Oh, it's absolutely heartbreaking. Now, um, we would love to have you back on the show soon too because, um, you know, not only have you been dealing with this personal um 
personal situation, um, you've also been dealing with uh, some online trolling, as many of us do, and there has been a case, I think, of two freedom-loving um, um, patriots, warriors, whatever we all call ourselves, but I think there's been a bit of um, miscommunication, so of course Lee Williams kind of giving you a bit of stick online, but um, I think both of you are actually on the same page, you, you probably agree with far more than with what you disagree, but um, we'd love to have you back on to just have a friendly um, debate with him and a, and a conversation with him to show that, you know, again, we may all not disagree, uh, we may all not agree on everything, but we can have civil conversations and uh, find out about the things that we can agree on. That's right, and I just like the total what uh, uh, Bishop Tamaki said. We've all got to get on the uh, same page because we are not each other's enemy. That's There's right. a bigger, bigger enemy out there. Um, I'm also um, pushing to uh, uh, to get on to local government because I believe that, that we need to decentralise power from central government and give that power over to local government. Um, I do have a local government background, um, but I, as you know, I am co-leader for the Outdoors and Freedom Party, but I'm also making a bid for the Mayor of Hamilton and also the Māori Ward. So, so you've got it first. <laughs> well, we, um, it's been great having you on again, and we loved seeing you in Hamilton uh, when you spoke at our Let's Not Forget Tour. So uh, we wish you um, all the best during this uh, difficult time that you're going through, um, but we know that you're, you're a wahini toa and uh, you're going you're gonna to come through this much stronger, and um, your dad will be watching down, and he'll be very proud of you. Thanks for mm -hmm. coming on. Kia Another um, great woman in, in, in New Zealand doing great things. Um, Calvin? Yeah, I like her, actually. Yeah. That's cool. Mama, I have an ouchie. It's okay, Mama will fix it. Simply shake ouchie powder directly onto the wound. The natural antibiotic properties of ouchie powder will sterilize the wound. Once the powder is applied, wait a few seconds while the ouchie powder absorbs the excess blood and forms a protective layer sealing the wound. Thanks, Mum. Can I go play now? Ouchie powder fixes wounds fast. <laughs>